Hello and welcome to the Designed As You podcast, where we explore the depths of your being and how to navigate this beautiful but wild life through the lens of human design. I'm your host, Hilary, a human design teacher and intuitive, and I'm here to help you evolve into the person you came here to be. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome. Often when we are on our human design experiment or you're on this self-reclamation or more of a spiritual journey or even just a journey to understand yourself more, when we go down this path and we start asking different types of questions, we start thinking differently, we start making different decisions than we ever have, and we start to connect more and more to our intuition, that intuitive knowing within us when we have awareness of how that intuition speaks through our authority. So look at your human design chart, see what your authority is. I actually recorded a podcast breaking down all the authorities in the clarity episode. So I'll link that below if you want to get more of a deep dive into the different authorities. Otherwise, this is where we start to connect deeper and in a more trusting way to ourselves, our soul, and our intuition. But what can happen when we start to practice this, when we start to experiment? It can feel really new. It can feel really different. We Again, we didn't go to intuition school. We didn't know how to decipher what it is telling us or the voices to trust. So this is what can happen is we can doubt over whether it is our voice of our intuition or the voice of our fear. And this can really trip us off because we know that we want to follow that intuition, but we can't tell if it's actually our fear. Maybe having that little niggle of, is this the right person for me? When really maybe it's just that fear of attachment or the fear of losing your independence or the fear of getting it wrong, fear of commitment. Or is it that intuitive inner knowing? Or is it there is this intuitive calling towards starting a new business or starting a new venture. And then all that fear pops up and says, no, that's not the right thing for you to do. Which voice is which? Is that your intuition that's telling you, no, that's not the right time? No, this isn't the right idea. This is where we can get in a bit of a kerfuffle and we can psych ourselves out. So today I'm going to break it down how you can decipher between the voices and ultimately work and experiment and trust with moving towards where your intuition is guiding you. So I spoke about it more deeply in the previous episode I spoke about where you're wanting to be making decisions based on your intuition, not from the mind. So the mind is full of limiting beliefs, conditioning. It only knows what it seemed to be true and it's only based on logic. And often when we follow just the mind, you get in places like how I did where I was in my little law computer cubicle thinking, how the hell did I get here? This is so not me. This is so not aligned for me. When really my intuition was always telling me that this isn't the right path, but I was sticking to the mind. It made sense. This was how I was going to be successful and how I was going to serve and help people. So this can also happen if we get into the relationship because it sounds good in paper or it makes sense or you get into a role because your parents did that thing or you saw it modeled to you in society. Your intuition knows what's right for you 
and it knows so much more than your mind can even fathom. So the reason why I'm bringing the mind into this is because a lot of our fear lies in the doubts, the uncertainty, the risk adverseness, the overthinking of the mind. The mind just wants to keep you in the same space, safe, no risk, no change, but that's where we know, but that's not where fulfillment lies. That's not where our truth lies. So you really need to be able to decipher, is this your intuition coming from your body? Because we know with the authorities that it's your body. It's Human design is all about the body consciousness tool of tuning into your body in order to make choices that are aligned for you. Because at the end of the day, life is just a series of decisions and choices. It's just one choice after another. And then you look back and you have your life. If you think about it, just Every day we're making hundreds, if not thousands of choices. And based on the choices that you pick is how your life unfolds. So if we know how to make choices based on our intuition, based on our authority, so authority intuition is can be used simultaneously. Your authority is your intuition. It's your main voice, your source. So whether that's your sacral, which is your gut telling you, your emotions your spleen, your instinct, your voice coming through if you're self-projected or mental. So really with this, it's important to be able to tune into that intuition in order to make your decisions because this is what will lead you on your highest path. Albert Einstein even attributed all his findings, his inventions, his own discoveries because of his intuition. If you're creating or doing something new, it has to be through your intuition. He famously said the quote that the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. And we've learned to trust that servant rather than the gift. It really is important to see that that intuition is the thing guiding you. Also, Steve Jobs openly says that all his decisions was based on his intuition. He said, I remember in a speech once, you have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has been all the difference in my life. If people like this really trust and allow themselves to follow that inner calling, so can we, so can we. Even if there is uncertainty and even if that fear voice is so much louder. And this is the thing, your fear will always be louder, more manipulative. The intuition often speaks in the moment, in that present moment, and then the mind will come in two seconds later and try and talk you out of it. So decipher between those voices. Listen to both. Acknowledge both. Don't just poo-poo your intuition straight away. Don't just discount it. Hear it, acknowledge it. Hear your fear, acknowledge it. And then with your awareness and with your intention, choose to follow that intuitive guidance. I just want to say here that when you're faced with an opportunity of change, of growth, of doing something totally different, it's scary. It's normal to feel hesitant. It's normal to feel unsure. It's normal to feel a bit uncomfortable in the uncertainty. Don't shame yourself that fear is popping up. This is normal. This is human. 
We don't want to be hard on ourselves for having a very normal body reaction or mind reaction, I should say. So what isn't helpful though is if we follow that fear. While you can give love to that part of yourself who is afraid, who has these spiraling thoughts, we're not following that fear. So how do we decipher between the intuition and the fear? The way that you can tell if it's your intuition and your fear, I'm going to go through a few points. The first is that your intuition speaks in the present moment. It's clear. It speaks spontaneously. It does not connect to any stories of the past or future. So this is difference with fear. If you notice that when your fear is talking, it's most often than not connected with a story of the past or a belief of the future. So it says, don't do that because last time you reached out to that type of person, they rejected you. So we can't do that again, past. Or we can't do this because there aren't clients that exist that are going to be able to hire you, future. So the fear will always jump into the past or in the future in order to try and keep you in the same spot. It's never about the present. Because if you think about it, if there was fear in the present, there would be an imminent danger. There'd be a lion attacking you or a car coming full speed ahead. That's the real actual fear that saves lives, not the fear that is telling us a story about the past or the future. This is just your mind's fibs. Honestly, it's all fibs. It's all lies. Just because you're thinking it doesn't mean it's real. This is very important to note that the voices in your mind and they're just spiraling and they're just repeating themselves. These aren't fact. These are mostly fiction. So that's the difference. So this is how we can distinguish, firstly, between the fear and the intuition. Is it speaking in the present? Is it saying, start that business? Is it saying, this job's not right for you? These are examples of your intuition speaking in the present moment, whereas the fear is jumping around and trying to manipulate and control you. Okay, we don't want to shame fear. I really want to preface that because even as I'm speaking, I can feel a little bit of shaming and making it sound really bad. Fear is normal but we want to be giving love to that fear. It's not driving the ship. Okay, second difference between intuition and fear is that intuition will give a feeling of expansion. It will feel calm, affirming, clear. It's patient. It will never tell you why or why you can't do something. It'll never critique you. It's just an inner knowing. There will be peace to it. It'll never attach any sense of worth or what it means about you. Whereas fear is the opposite. Fear can often criticize. It's the voice that yells. It will be quite demanding, often anxious, heavy, even cruel, can really feed on your insecurities. You're not good enough for that. And your core wounds, if it's there's a fear of being alone or a fear of abandonment or a fear of failure or a fear of getting it wrong or a fear of not being enough, it will prey on those because that's for sure will stop you from doing anything. Again, the mind wins. Just quickly interrupting this episode to invite you into the Rest Assured Retreat this December in the Byron Bay hinterland. It's a fully immersive experience to restore your body, 
rediscover your passion and create a new vision for your life on purpose in 2024. I'm so excited to spend quality, in-depth time with you to create real change in your life. If you feel called, follow the link in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. The third distinguishing factor is the body's awareness that comes through the intuition and the mind's overthinking. So how I mentioned before, but I'm going to give you more details about how it feels in the body. Regardless of all the authority types, it is still a body awareness tool. Your intuition is going to feel an expansion when it is a yes. So if it feels like an expansion in the emotional sense or in the instinctual sense or through your gut, it feels good. It feels right. You want, you feel open. There's joy, excitement, possibility. Notice when you sit up in your chair, your shoulders relax. If you have that heart defined, you feel that sort of energy in your heart. This is your intuition. If you feel a contraction in your body, a tightening in your chest, you close down, shut off, even if you don't understand why, It's this body's awareness. That can also be an intuitive no. So really connect with your body. How does your body feel? I really like to do this first thing in the morning when you're fresh. Also, after meditating or you've been in nature, you've gotten still, you've gotten quiet, really get into a meditative state and think about the decision and see how your body feels. Do you feel this expansion? Does it feel right in your body? Or are you feeling more of a contraction? Again, this is when you know it's your intuition. It's this body is giving you feedback. Whereas again, that fear is a lot about mind, a lot of those spiralings in the mind. So this is just a beautiful way of connecting with your intuition through somatic practices. And when I'm talking about that feeling in your body, it's nothing to do with your thoughts. We're not interested in what your mind is thinking right now. We're paying attention to the truth and the wisdom in your body in your heart and really noticing in your authority. When you pay close attention and listen to your nonverbal cues, you'll notice a predominance of energy moving in one direction. So if you're feeling expansive, joyful, excited, that's your intuition signaling to move ahead and say yes. Contraction or any sense of dread is definitely a no-go. Another reason, number four, of how you can decipher between your fear and your intuition is your intuition is not based on reason or logic. It's often you can't understand why it is telling you to do something, but you just know deep down that it's right. You can't do a pros and cons list. You can't make sense and argue why or why not. You definitely could. If you have that defined ajna, you definitely would want to. But your heart, your gut, your intuition, your emotions, your instinct, whatever you like to call it or whatever your authority is, is far more intelligent than your mind. So if it doesn't make sense, it often is your intuition. If it does make sense, you know, there's a really great argument that fear gives all the pros and cons. It will give a lot more of the cons. You really can map it out why it is saying that. That is often the fear because it's based in the mind. Fifth way of deciding or understanding whether it is your intuition or it is your fear is that your intuition often leads you towards creating something, bringing something into action. 
whether it is start that business or enroll in that course, try that relationship, reach out to that person, write that book. It often is propelling you towards somewhere new or directing you towards change because your intuition has your best interests at heart. It wants you to evolve. It wants you to continue moving further and further towards your highest self. So it is going to push you towards change. So this is your intuition moving you towards your subconscious desires. Following this voice gets you into the movement and that's when we gain more and more clarity. Whereas your fear often will tell you not to do something. Again, it wants to keep you in the same place. It doesn't want any change. It doesn't want any risk. It wants to stay exactly where you are because then it's known and it's certain. So if you're feeling called to create, that is often your intuition. If you're being told to stop, that's often your fear. This is nuanced here because if your intuition is actually telling you no, then we would refer to the other points. This is more when it's this forward propelling motion. Lastly, I want you to become your own pattern reader. I want you to know yourself so deeply that you can feel into and you can track how your intuition speaks to you. Look back on times in your life when your gut or your emotions or your spleen, any way that your authority is communicating to you, where it told you, it gave you a sign, and it ended up being correct. And again, this is not about shaming ourselves if we didn't follow it. Forgive yourself, firstly. Forgive yourself if you didn't follow it. You have this awareness now. And look back at the times your intuition was right. And even when your intuition called you to somewhere that didn't end up feeling so great, the lessons you learned. That's the important thing to remember. Your intuition is always directing you for your highest good. And sometimes it might mean you have to go into that relationship to learn a few lessons or two. Or you might have to run in the fire just to gain the knowledge that will then change you fundamentally. So really get connected with your body. Meditation is so important because you start witnessing those voices and those thoughts in your mind and you no longer follow them as fact. You connect so deep to your inner consciousness, your inner self, and your body's wisdom that it is easier day to day to be able to hear it, listen to it, and follow it. So it's all just practice. It's all experimenting. I really recommend journaling. Journaling when you are coming up with a decision, getting it out of your body and onto the paper. Really reality test these fears popping up because the thing is, most of them, if not all, will never even happen. And even if they do, you will survive. You will make it through. You'll work it out. It's not a reason to stop you from doing what you intuitively know is right for you. Know that you are here for a reason. Your intuition is guiding you. You can trust it. You can survive anything. The worst case scenario is that you never actually try or you never even gave it a chance and you lived in the regret of what if. And trust that you can't get it wrong. That intuition is guiding you to so much potential and possibility. So the more you are connected and you play with it and you develop a relationship, because that's all it is, it's just developing a relationship with your intuition. We overcomplicate things. We make things so much harder than they need to be. Surrender, play with it, and experiment, because that's what it's all about. I hope this serves you. I hope this gives you some clarity over whether it is your intuition or whether it is your fear speaking. More and more that you are 
getting to know yourself, the more obvious it can be. And those with emotional authority, this can be a bit harder. You can feel really just indecisive. I understand. I'm an emotional authority. But at the end of the day, it can still be quite obvious when it's your fear speaking. So really take note if you have your mind or your ajna and the head open, because this can be really prone to that overthinking. Come back to yourself. Get in nature. Slow down. Talk to a friend. Voice note yourself. It can, I really find it can help speaking it out and then voice noting and listening back to yourself. You can't go wrong. Trust yourself. Trust, trust, trust yourself. I'm sending you so much love. Speak soon.